Good morning, New Hope. Welcome this morning to New Hope by Sani. So glad that you're here with us this morning as we continue in our series called Gossip. Don't talk about it, right? And we don't like to talk about talking about gossip because in, a re, in reality, you know, we all recognize that we do gossip. And so it's a series I've always wanted to tackle, talk about, actually, because honestly, never heard anybody talk about it, preach about it, or anything. And it's a reality in our lives. Mildred, the church gossip and self-appointed monitor of the church's morals, kept sticking her nose into other people's business. Several members did not approve of her practice, but feared her enough so that they just remained silent. She made a mistake, though, however, when she accused Stan, a new member of the church, of being an alcoholic after she saw his old pickup parked in front of the town's only bar one afternoon. She emphatically told Stan and several others that everyone seeing it there would know what he was doing. Stan, a man of a few words, stared at her for a moment and just turned and walked away. He didn't explain, deny, defend. He said nothing. Later that evening, Stan quietly parked his pickup in front of Miltred's house walked home, and left his truck there all night. (laughs) I love that story, right? (laughs) But the reality, right, the reality of of this whole idea of gossip and and in our lives of what it's like, you know, it it was funny when we started this series, I, I heard of two friends, two gals that said, you know what, we don't want to go to that series. We don't, we don't want to go to that series. It's going to be too hard to listen to, right? I mean, and in reality, that's us. You know, last week I talked about the whole idea that gossip is sin. Gossip is sin. I mean, just straight out, right? Point blank. Gossip is negative information that we talk and explain and communicate to others around us without that third party involved who we're talking about right? Gossip is something that is negative communicated by a person. Some people said, well, can you gossip in the positive? Well, by definition, gossip is negative. The biblical definition is this, one who reveals secrets, one who goes about as a talebearer or a scandal monger. Now, us that gossip, which all of us, right, we don't view ourselves as a scandal monger, not a scandal monger, really, but that's the biblical definition. I mean, it's listed as sin in the Bible. And this is what Jesus says about the words that come out of our mouth or words of gossip in Matthew 12, 36. He says this, I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give account of every careless word they speak. Whoa. Every careless word we speak. And so last week I talked about how the average woman on the average day speaks 20,000 words. 
And for men, roughly 7,000 words, statistically, they say, right? And they say that out of those words, 15% of our words are negative towards people or gossip. So if we do the math, roughly 3,000 words of women a day are negative or gossip. 1,050 words of men are negative or gossip. And so when Jesus said this whole idea that we are going to have to give an account of every careless word that we speak, then if we say, well, roughly we live till 80, that means that for women, they'll be held accountable for 87,600,000 words of gossip. And for men, it'll be 30,660,000 words of gossip, right? You know, when I was online last week for service and that, uh, one gal responded and said, boy, I really love to talk a lot. These statistics really don't bode well for me. You know, I mean, <laughs> it reminded me of this old joke, you know, what's the fastest way to spread a rumor? You know, this is old, right? You know, telegram, telephone, tell a woman, you know, tell, you know whatever, right? But here's reality. Here's reality. Over this last week, I've had a variety of men come up and like confess, like that was so convicting last week because I find myself gossiping, right? Even men, we have this issue. So in James chapter three, James is talking about our tongue, right? And the power of our tongue. And he, he is paralleling it with like ships and with horses, He talks about how ships are guided by their small little rudders, how they can turn a ship, right? And how a bit in a horse's mouth can turn the whole horse. And James goes on and says about the tongue. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things, of great things. You know, if we look at a ship and we just say the the Titanic, the Titanic weighed 52,310 tons, but yet its rudder was only 100 tons, and yet it turned the ship wherever it would go. The average horse is 660 pounds, but a bit in the horse's mouth is only two pounds. Now, the average man in the room today, or they say, weighs roughly 180 or 90 pounds. But the average man's tongue is only 70 grams. For a woman, it's 60 grams. What is that? It's the weight of an egg. But yet that small tongue in our mouths, how much destruction and power it can yield, right? how much havoc it can bring out. And that's why our theme verse is Ephesians 4.29. I want you to memorize this. I want you to read this with me right now, Ephesians 4.29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. You see, oftentimes we gossip about others because it's going to benefit us. We believe it's benefiting us. But our words are supposed to benefit others, uphold them, uphold those who are listening, right? So this morning, 
I want to move past just the whole concept and truth that gossip is sin. And I want us to recognize that gossip is fire. Gossip is fire. In 1894, Hinckley was a booming lumber town with the population of around 1,500 people during the lumber season, logging season. You know, it had shops and homes. It actually had an opera house, Hinkley Opera House, right? And it had an incredibly new brick school. But in late August, a few elements around Hinkley ignited the Hinkley fire. There were all kinds of small fires that were smoldering due to drought and to high temperatures, due to the logging practice where they just take the tree and leave all the the branches and the twigs on the ground. And because of that, it was a perfect scenario for the September 1, 1894 Hinkley Fire, where in four hours, a mere four hours, 480 square miles of land was burned, was destroyed, along with six towns in four hours. It's amazing. That's why James says to us in James chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, he says this, consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a word of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body and sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. And he's trying to give us this incredible picture of the the power of the tongue. This little 70 grams, 60 grams connected to the whole of our body. It's so interesting that four hours of the Hinckley fire, 418 people died in Hinckley, many others in other towns. But it said that 20-some Ojibwe Indians died on the shores of East Malax Lake. That's incredible. I mean, that's 33 miles away from Hinckley in four hours that it wielded that much destruction. So this is why Proverbs 18.21 says this, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Man, our tongue can bring death to somebody or life. And if you just look Over the last two years, think back over the last two years of how much destruction our tongues have wielded, how many fires it has started. You just take COVID and how much destruction came through our tongue and division through our tongue. You take the election and politics how much destruction and division came through our tongue. You take the racial situations and tensions and how much destruction and division came through the 70 grams in our body. It was incredible. 
is amazing. I mean, today, families are split, not talking to each other. Today, friendships of 30 years are no longer. Marriage is done. People changing churches right and left to find exactly what fits them in those three categories of COVID, politics, and racial. It's the reality. We all have to admit it, right? And the reality is we are all part of it. You know, the sparks given off by our gossip ignite different temperatures of fire, okay? So let me explain my theory on this, okay? So if you take different rings of the fire, and if Bill Berg was going to gossip about somebody in our continent, somebody in Canada, United States, or Mexico, South America, Mexico, right? Good chance that they're not going to get burned by my words, right? I mean, it's so far out there. If we, if we go a ring in to the people of our country, and I gossip about the people in our country out in California or New Mexico or down in Georgia, New Jersey or whatever, Jersey, right, whatever, you know. I mean, good chance they're not going to get burned by my words in that ring. But if I, if I take that ring and I say, hey, now I'm going to talk about people in my county, there's a potential chance that my words may reach them and burn them. My gossip, right? And if I take it a, a ring even closer to that, the people in my circle, and I gossip about them, the people at school, the people at work, right? The, the people in my neighborhood, my church, I start gossiping about them. Good chance word's going to get back around that, hey, Bill said this about them, and my words are going to burn in their life. But then if we go even a, a ring in closer, what about those people, right, who are right in our care, our family, our friends? We gossip about them. I mean, surely those words are going to drift back around and like a spark, ignite and burn them. You know, it's interesting that, that the hottest point of the Hinkley fire was Hinkley, the epicenter. In Hinkley, there was like most towns in that area because of logging, there was the lumberyard. And they say there was roughly 28 million feet of lumber that was stacked and logs ready to go. And that ignited. The intensity was so hot. Typically, when you have a fire at home, typically they say that temperature is around 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. But in the Hinkley fire, it was 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit or more. I mean, nails were melting. They found piles of just ash, where people were just disintegrated because of the intense heat. And in that ash, they found the wedding ring and the gold watch or the earrings. You know, they said people from other communities were coming in and pillaging, you know, just crazy, right? But the intensity of that fire 
And that's a picture for our lives as well. The intensity of our gossip and and the different rings, right? And how it can burn those around us. That's where James goes on in in verse 3 of chapter, or verse 8 of chapter 3. He says, no human being can tame the tongue. Boy, it's tough for us, isn't it? It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. You know, when it comes to our gossip, when it comes to our rumors, it can destroy a person's self-confidence. It can destroy a person's self-esteem. It can mess with their mental health. It causes depression, suicidal thoughts, eating disorders, anxiety, and all kinds of challenges when we gossip or spread rumors about other individuals. You know, it's so interesting today, they say there's more negative put on social media than positive, and that as human beings, we are 64% more likely to seek out that which is negative and read it when we see it than something positive. 64% more likely. We, we go to the, ooh, what's juicy? You know, ooh, what's that about? Ooh, I got to read more. Well, I got to click on that, right? We just do that. Why is that? I mean, what have we become? What kind of people have we become, right? I mean, James, again, goes into verse 9 and 10, and he speaks it out clearly. He's like in our grill. He says, with the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father. We just did this morning, right? And with it, we curse human beings. We have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise, and cursing, right? My brothers and sisters, this should not be, he says. We got to get this thing in order. We got to figure this thing out. And so how is it we do that? How is it we just take a step towards that? Well, I love the picture that Proverbs twenty six twenty gives us. It's just so like, dead clear. It says this, without wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, a conflict ceases, right? Boy, pretty straight up, right? We all understand that, hey, we're around the bonfire, it's going out. Hey, throw some more wood on the fire, you know, heat in the house. Hey, you got to go out, throw it in the, in, you know, the fire, get get it going, get more wood in, right? It's so obvious, so clear, Man, without wood, the fire goes out. Hey, without gossip, as we stop, conflict ceases. We stop burning people with our words, right? It's interesting, you know, fire is created and it maintains itself by three key elements, okay? The first element is heat, The first element is heat. The second element is fuel, the wood. And the third element is oxygen. It's so interesting that during the Hinkley fire, they would find people dead in their wells or their basements, not burned or anything at all, but just dead. Why? Because when the fire came through, it consumed all of the oxygen and suffocated them because it needed that to continue to go. And so when it comes to our lives and the fire 
that we can wield when it comes to gossip. Man, when it comes to the heat, we're the heat. We are the heat. When it comes to the fuel, the fuel is that interesting information that we have, right? That we want to share. And when it comes to the oxygen that it just ignites it, keeps it going, it's how we share it. We share it in a seductive way, don't we? We're always like, hey, I got some information for you. Hey, you know what? Hey, give me a call. Text me. Oh man, I got the lowdown. You know, it's always a seductive way in how we communicate it, right? Because it's interesting. And so we need to reflect on our own lives of who we are, what's in our heart, what's coming off of our lips. Because you know how we stop gossip? It's just how we stop a fire. We don't throw wood on it, right? We don't throw words out, right? You know, when we we start a fire, you know, we're not walking up with a six-foot log, two feet in diameter. Fire it up, you know, no. No, we're, we got little twigs, you know, saying, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I got something really good for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like our gossip too, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you want to, you know what I heard? Oh, yeah, I heard, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, so-and-so stopped. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right? And we're throwing out these little twigs, right? Because twigs start fire. We're not throwing out logs. We're throwing out twigs, right? And that's just the reality. And how do we stop? We stop by throwing out the gossip in our lives. You know, it's interesting. Fire can be either constructive, right, or destructive. And it all depends on how it's contained. And so let us contain our tongue. And let us be people who bring heat and encouragement to people's life instead of fire and burning in their lives. And so I want us to finish up here by reading Psalm 19:14 as a prayer for each one of us. Let's read this prayer together. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Let's pray. Father God, we ask that you would make us a people who bring warmth and encouragement to those who we come in contact with, regardless of the circle, the ring. And I pray that we would think twice before we speak and that we would not burn people with our tongue but that we would bring good news to them. So I pray this over myself and over each one here today. In your holy name.